Hello, word nerds. What is going on with you? I hope you're doing well, and uh, I hope that you enjoy this episode. There are only four words in this episode, and, uh, you know, the fourth one is going to take up a whole bunch of the time here. So let's get right to it. Okie dokie. First word is colony. It's just colony. C-O-L-O-N-Y. Noun from the 14th century. 1A, a body of people living in a new territory but retaining ties with the parent state. And if you didn't know what a colony was, I guess I suggest that after this episode, you go back to yesterday's episode because maybe all of those colony words will uh, make more sense. 1B, the territory inhabited by such a body. 2 a distinguishable localized population within a species, as in a colony of termites. No, thank you. Number three, a a circumscribed mass of microorganisms usually growing in or on a solid medium. Three B, the aggregation of zooids of a compound animal. The aggregation of zooids so would that be like all of the little critters that live on your body? You know, your your gut, your mic, what is that called again? Your micro gut thing and the little things that live in your eyelashes. They're, they're helping you out and you're helping them out and you've got no problems. Uh, but maybe that is what the aggregation of zooids is. 4A, a group of individuals or things with common characteristics or interests situated in close association, as in an artist colony. 4B, the section occupied by such a group. And 5, a group of persons institutionalized away from others, as in a leper colony, also as in a penal colony. Uh, That would be people who are being punished, I think. And then also, the land or buildings occupied by such a group. Next is colony stimulating factor. Three words. There is a hyphen between colony and stimulating. Noun from 1969. Any of several glycoproteins that promote the differentiation of stem cells, especially into blood granulocytes and macrophages, and that stimulate their proliferation into colonies in culture. Oh, yeah. Next is, oh, you know what? I think I said there were four words in this episode. There's actually five. Sorry about that. All right, next we have, I guess you could say, colophon or colophon. C-O-L-O-P-H-O-N. Colophon. Noun from 1501. One. An inscription at the end of a book or manuscript, usually with facts about its production. Hmm. Is there a colophon in this book? Number two, an identifying mark used by a printer or a publisher. This is Latin from Greek colophon, which means summit or finishing touch, and perhaps akin to the Latin culmen, which means top, and there's more at the word hill. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's the finishing touch. It's the thing at the end. I, I don't think I've ever heard of this word before. But now I'm going to start looking for colophons. Next is colophony or 
colophony. Noun from the 14th century. And we just have the synonym rosin, R-O-S-I-N. So this is ultimately from the Greek kolophon, with a capital K, which means kolophon, kolophon, with a capital C. And that is an Ionian city. I mean, none of this makes any sense to me. It was an Ionian city, and they then this word came from it. Why rosin is connected to that, I have no idea. But now we are on our last word. It is the word color, C-O-L-O-R. And there are so many definitions. This is the first form. The second form doesn't have nearly as much. That'll be in tomorrow's episode. So let's read color. Uh, this is a noun from the 13th century, but I think color existed before that. Okay, 1A, a phenomenon of light as red, brown, pink, or gray, or visual perception that enables one to differentiate otherwise identical objects. And some people see color different than other people. 1B1, the aspect of the appearance of objects and light sources, light sources, that may be described in terms of hue, lightness, and saturation for objects, and hue, brightness, and saturation for light sources, as in the changing color of the sky, and then also a specific combination of hue, saturation, and lightness or brightness, as in comes in six colors. What is this thing that comes in six colors? I have never seen anything that comes in six colors. What are you talking about? Um, So for those who don't know, let's real quickly describe hue, lightness, and saturation. So hue would just be the the actual color, you know, red, blue, green, etc. That would be the hue. I think lightness is, or, or brightness, depending on the thing that you're talking about, that is literally how light or dark it is. And then uh, whatever hue you're talking about. And then the saturation is just how saturated it is. It, it, it is. So if it's not saturated, it is either white or black or gray, probably a gray of some kind. But then if it's really saturated, it's just very saturated and colorful. Um, and, you know, so and then any variation in between those. So all of these things are a spectrum. Hue is a spectrum of all the colors. Lightness is a spectrum of very light or white to very dark and then saturation is between full color and gray okay moving on to 1b2 a color other than and wait what a color other than and as contrasted with black white or gray so it's anything that's not black white or gray okay 2a an outward often deceptive show Synonym is appearance, as in his story has the color of truth. To be a legal claim to or appearance of a right authority or office. I would like an example, please. To see a pretense offered as justification. Uh, The synonym is pretext. So it's a pretense, but the synonym is pretext, as in she could have drawn from the Versailles Treaty the color of legality for any action she chose. And that is from the Yale Review. I assume REV stands for review in this case. 2D, an appearance of authenticity, and the synonym is plausibility, as in 
lending color to this notion. Three, complexion tint. That is the definition for three, but now we have 3A, the tint characteristic of good health. And 3B, the synonym is blush. Like your cheeks, blushing. You've got a complexion tint. Number 4A, vividness or ver variety. Vividness or variety of effects of language. 4B, the synonym is local color. 5A, an identifying badge, pennant, or flag. And this is usually used in plural, as in a ship sailing under Swedish colors. 5B, colored clothing distinguishing one as a member of a particular group or representative of a particular person or thing. And this is usually used in plural, again, as in a jockey wearing the colors of the stable. And for sports teams, people love to wear their sports team's colors. 6A is plural. Position as to a question or course of action. Synonym is stand. As in, the USSR changed neither its colors nor its stripes during all of this. And that is a quote from Norman Mailer. 6B synonyms are character and nature. This is usually used in plural. As in showed himself in his true colors. It's good when people show their true colors. I mean, you gotta be honest. Sometimes they're not good, but you gotta be honest. 7A, the use or combination of colors. 7B, two or more hues employed in a medium of presentation, as in movies in color. What? Uh, I know that there's a lot of people who think that before, oh, I don't know, 1960 there were there was no color in the world because all of those old photographs and movies were or all in black and white although that is not true because clearly uh the wizard of oz was in color mostly and that was in 1939 um also around 1939 we actually have old 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 film like eight millimeter film of my grandma when she was a kid in color which was very, very uncommon, I think, for regular people to have color film back in those days. Okay, next is number eight, is plural. 8A, a naval or nautical salute to a flag being hoisted or lowered. 8B, uh, the synonym is armed forces. Number nine, synonyms are vitality and interest, as in, the game had a good deal of color to it. Number 10, something used to give color, and the synonym is pigment. Number 11, the quality of timbre in music. And I think it would be timbre, although some people say timber. The, the quality of timbre in music, as in the color and richness of the cello. The cello. Maybe, maybe I shall uh, hit up my friend Jonah to see if he can send me a clip of him playing the cello that has some good color and richness to it. I don't even know if he has a cello anymore, although I assume he probably does. Number 12, 
Number 12, skin pigmentation, especially other than white, characteristic of race, as in a person of color. That is a whole conversation that we will not get into. Um, I mean, why? Basically, anybody who's not white can be considered a person of color, and then it's just white. It's like the white people and then the not white people. But I, I don't. I maybe maybe we should have more distinguished. What what am I trying to say? It's uh, race, 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 race. We're all the same. Just deal with it. Thirteen, but we're also very different, which is great. Okay, thirteen. A small particle. A small particle of gold in a gold miner's pan after washing. Oh, we got some color in there. 14. We're almost to the end. 14. Analysis of game action or strategy, statistics, and background information on participants and often anecdotes provided by a sportscaster to give variety and interest to the broadcast of a game or contest. contest. As in, a color commentator. Did we need such a long definition for that? And number 15, a hypothetical property of quarks that differentiates each type into three forms having a distinct role in binding quarks together. Had no idea we were going to go all the way to quarks. So the words today were, uh, where, where were we? Colony, colony stimulating factor, colophon, colophony, or Califoni, and color. I will pick color as the word of the episode. Um, there are probably so many songs that talk about colors and have color in the in the title. Um, what? How do? What do we? What do we? What do we can sing? Color, color, color. Everything's in color. Some people can't see color so good. They would be considered colorblind. It all has to do with the rods and the cones in their eyeballs. Some people have great rods and cones. And they can see all the colors and all the brightnesses. And this isn't a song, but it's a bunch of words that are sort of in a melodic fashion that makes no sense and has no repetition. Yep. Okay. So let's read the holidays for today um in indonesia it is armed forces day in vanautu it is constitution day in bolivia it is engineers day in portugal it is republic day in pakistan it is teachers day also in russia teachers day it's also world teachers day so that's all we need um it is international day of no prostitution um uh, I don't even know how to respond to that. What does that mean? I mean, if people need... It's a it's work. It's work. So if they choose to do that, sometimes they don't choose it. They're forced into it, and that's not good. But if they choose it, then they choose it. And they, they need a day to... Uh, anyway, I'm sure they could use a vacation, though. In Portugal, it is Republic Implantation. Uh, let's see. I think we read all those. Let's go to the fun holidays. Of course, I use fun, quote-unquote, because it's not always fun, but they're just more unique. Like this one, Chic Spy Day. I guess James Bond would be considered a chic spy. I'm sure there's lots of other fictional spies. It is Do Something Nice Day. Please, let's have this be every day. Do something nice just every single day. That would be great. 
Well, related to Chic Spy Day, not sure why we need that day. It's Global James Bond Day. Um, it is National Apple Betty Day. It is National Fruit at Work Day. National Get Funky Day. And for some reason, they show a picture of two kids being very excited pointing at a laptop. I don't know how that's related to being to getting funky, but play that funky music, white boy. National Kiss a Wrestler Day. National Storytelling Day. And anything else? Amazon Prime Day. Mm, this looks... I don't know what what uh, nationality this is. Uh, Pahum Ben. P-C-H-U-M. And the next word, B-E-N. Oh, it's Buddhist. And I do not know how to pronounce it, but it is a Buddhist holiday. Should we read what it says? Mm, marks fifteen marks the start of the fifteen day religious festival in Cambodia. Uh, oh, it's it's the start of the journey of souls to purgatory. Interesting. All right. So we got them all. We did it. Thank you very much for listening. And until next time, this is Spencer dispensing information. Goodbye.